There it is. That should be better. Now we're good. All right. Well, we that's unfortunate because I just had a really great, great intro and that's not recorded at all. Yeah, he did. Run it's it okay. back. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, tonight we are joined by Mary Mendoza, formerly Bramo, my one of my best friends' uh, wives, and not wives plural, just wife. I was trying, that was a weird grammatical I'm the only one. grammatical thing. It's not a sister wife thing going You're not on. Doing it as well. I'm the only I know I'm not. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's. So I know it was just like live and ready to go, and they couldn't fucking hear it. Pissed. Um, anyway, so she's here to to join us tonight to talk about you know music, her experience with music, her experience in the music industry. Um, and you guys are going to get a little sneak peek of their upcoming full-length album, uh, self-titled, or are we, are we releasing that or not? Um, I can definitely say that it's not self-titled. Okay. Uh, we have a couple in the mix. We have, I think we're down to two finalists, and um, definitely have the concepts for the album artwork ready to be released very soon as well, which we're excited about. Perfect. Um, yeah. So Sweet. let's take the shot. So we're starting off with a shot since it's that kind of that kind of episode. So here we go. Tequila. A little tequila. Yikes. Cheers. On multiple bikes. Love you guys. Well, Cheers. Yeah, well, I'm just going to hold it. Cheers, hold on. Clink. Clink. <laughs> Clink. It's a good. Jerseys and chugsies. Combo says, let me guess, country music? <laughs> Absolutely not, Combo. Shut your mouth. Uh, Definitely good. not country no. music. Not country. Not Nothing country. against <sighs> country music, but um, no, that's not my style. We're in a country musician. It's hat. more of a um, oh, shoot. I don't even know what would you, what would you place y'all's genre as? It's not. It's like it's kind of hard to set it as one thing it doesn't yeah. really fall into like one category but we kind of describe it as uh like ballad style rock or like ba- like ballad style um punk for a couple of reasons not punk for a couple of reasons yeah I'm I was a gonna female say vocalist so it kind of just like naturally has a softer feel um but you I sound, would say like you sound just like style. Haley Williams. Let me say right now. You sound Look, like somebody was gonna say it was either gonna be you in a sarcastic tone, or it was gonna be me yeah, being okay. like dead okay. serious. <laughs> All right. No, that's a I, very, very big compliment. Well, I, mean, that, I think so. That yeah. Kind of transitions into my first question, Mary. If we can kind of dive in a little bit for a long Let's time, do it. Yeah, for a long time, I know that when people would say that you sounded exactly like Haley Williams, it was almost like a ugh, like like I'm my own person. Like, don't say That's, I sound like yeah. Haley Williams. So that's a hundred percent what it was. Yeah, it was, and these I'm days, my own person. Yeah, these days you see it more as a compliment, which tells me more that you've grown more as a musician to accept you know kind of those compliments in the way that um it's not like a jab at you because we would play mary's songs like at house parties back when they were dyson hollow which was the band before this band and people would be like oh my god she's so good she sounds just like Haley williams and we'd be like don't say that <laughs> don't say that don't, it, don't say that <laughs> Yeah, I used to be, um, 
I used to say a lot of things about artists that I genuinely loved, like a hundred percent out of jealousy, hundred percent out of um, feeling like I deserved it. And I definitely did not. It wasn't my time yet at all. And it's still maybe not, I guess we'll see where the universe takes us. But um, yeah, whenever people compared me to Haley Williams, I would get really frustrated just I think also because of like the red hair thing and I hated being a redhead at that time. Like I just, the association was like, no, I'm my own person, but she was a huge influence for me. So I think it's kind of natural for my voice to mimic her in some way. Cause that's when like, I was really molding my voice at that age, like in probably like, I don't know, from like 13 to 19. Haley Williams, just Paramore in general, was a huge influence for me. So, right. And same with like Demi Lovato. I've gotten that before too. Like, certain, not necessarily like my voice in its entirety, but like certain words, I guess, or like certain notes, like we hit the same way, which is, I don't know. Mac has told me that before. (laughs) I have to listen to a lot more Demi Lovato to try and draw the line between those two dots, but. Yeah, she know. just has a very, um, like, very strong, loud, like, power house vocals. And I think I just forced myself to sound like her because I loved her. <laughs> I well, did. I mean, that's what all of us in our friend group, like, listen to a lot of anyway. Um, I, that is a big influence on all of us. We all are yeah. seen kids pretty much that just didn't, we just never grew out of it. <laughs> so it's not a phase, mom. It's Emo definitely not a phase. Not a phase all right? Emo is not, not dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, you know, so that's still the type of music that I listen to the most um, out of anything that, and, yeah, and more sure. like metalcore stuff, which, you know, that's what gets the blood pumping for me anyway. So. I feel like yeah I would say Mac and I have talked a lot about I mean if it were in like a perfect world I think probably not just Mac but some of the other guys in the band might enjoy like writing some harder material but I just have to remind them like when it comes to my voice it's not easy to try and like I don't want to like force anything right and I think just being a female makes it more feminine but then it's still like it's we still got some bangers i'll say that this is true got some especially on this this new album oh my gosh i mean i love the ep but like eons away like or it's it's next level for sure so yeah guys uh they do have this one is self-titled they have a self-titled ep out it's feel good you can find it on spotify pandora it's on youtube Apple music. Uh, Apple music. Yeah, I think just about anywhere just about, you can think about finding music. It's yeah, so be there. outside of these clips you're going to hear tonight, go check that EP out uh, as well, just to get kind of more of a vibe on some like full length songs about, you know, where the band's at. And, you know, like Mary said, they're, you know, light years ahead of where that EP was, which is super cool. And I am more than excited but i'm trying like pace myself because i don't want to start throwing these clips out here before <laughs> before anything we'll probably do that at the end um that way well, we can we focus really, on gotta, like really quiet in the back you gotta throw right. one in like early to give the people like a little taste of what it's yeah like. i mean true we can do one now which one do you want to do first time, Mary? 
if they don't have time to go like right now and search Spotify, you know, we can drop like a new one right now. Yeah, you and, should just play or even just play like not the same in the background, like quietly or something like while okay. we chat a little bit. Yeah, I can do that. Let me pull it up real fast. And then well, we can get to the clips if you want. We might have to take another shot while that's happening. But I'm um, out of booze. Ooh, booze I so like that you guys idea. Can do that. I'll drink some beer. But uh, remember um, when I had the Sunday scaries? They just melted right they away. They just melted. Why do you think I do? Why do you think I do a podcast on Sundays? Right. Just, Probably you know, for that. I mean, I would hope trans- amongst other reasons. But <laughs> but yeah. That's a that's a nice. That's a nice no, uh, that's it. Is to get rid of my Sunday scaries. Nah, dude. That's it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> My man, hate sauce uh, with the follow. Appreciate you, brother. I was just gonna say something. Oh yeah, follow us on social media as well. I uh, actually just made a TikTok. And she did. I'm <laughs> First TikTok guys, is a banger. I'm legitimately like researching and like trying to practice before I post another one. But uh, why I think I'm just gonna go at it, and if I struggle and fail, it'll be all the more fun. The I don't really. I'm kind of sh- uh, shameless in that way. If I'm, you guys can just laugh at me and just struggle on TikTok. You know what? YouTube might um, be a better idea. Shamelessly, while we're talking about shameless, I still listen to Dyson Hollow in the car. <laughs> uh, like, uh, and I know I wish Brendan was listening. Uh, yeah, 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 might yeah, be listening. Um, but there's some there's some really good songs from Dyson Hollow as well. I mean, you guys were in like yeah. your infancy stages, you know and well well babies for for me to listen to that and like how much your voice has developed since then is almost why i i enjoy it most you know yeah yeah but when you guys are i i was showering before this and i was thinking like all right what am i going to talk about and i was going to bring it up later than this but i can't wait um i was working the merch table for dyson hollow at your show at a so cool underground, a little small venue here in Omaha. And you guys would play like the first three songs and like people were listening, you know, but it's a small venue. It's like underground, all hometown bands. Like nobody's there to see like, you know, a Mayday Parade or like the used, you know, Mayday was at so cool underground, I think once and i just remember getting shoved up against that column right in the middle of the freaking like right in the middle of everything but it was so worth it (laughs) um but i remember you guys starting to play the uh cover of sugar we're going down and it was the only cover you played yeah right when the band started playing the Dude, people started flooding to the stage <laughs> every person in that venue and there wasn't a lot of them it was maybe like 100 people started flooding to the stage to jam and you were just that was fun and pete wentz's version of it and uh, <laughs> i was like man like a you're my sister so i'm biased right like i have to get that out of the way right away because i know i'm biased i know i think you're an amazing singer because i love you and you're my sister but i remember sitting there thinking like man this kid is talented like she has such a range of vocal ability like like she's just up there like she could sing any paramore song in the world right and like everybody would be like oh my god she's so good you know but like 
to get up there and like even like your mannerisms on stage like just rocking it out i was like dude this is fucking good like this is really <laughs> good like i am enjoying this a lot right now oh i love doing that cover well and it's funny too because i would always be i mean like stage fright is just a thing like regardless i mean i could say that i'm super confident on stage and i look back at videos of dyson hollow and it's so funny to me like i i could tell i was just so like not comfortable in my skin yet and i'm so excited for covid to be over so we can all get back to going to shows and that'll be feel good super dope i feel like this podcast may or may not spring for a banner um at your first gig and we're gonna say sponsored by what in the world podcast hey. and we're just gonna leave it up sure there will. Okay. it's funny because i'm like texting people right now people are texting me <laughs> saying like what's the what's the link what's the link so i know sorry, i'm trying i'm, I'm trying to find it so but... i can post it in there but i'm having a son of a bitch of a time trying to like pull it up i tried youtube pandora and spotify and it is i can send you the spotify yeah send it then... to me that way i can have it saved and i'll yeah. put it in the chat i'll send you the spot right don't text go. it to me email it to me okay email it or okay yeah yeah email uh, it. are you a businessman this is a very professionally oh, run respect. operation. We We're this is how back. we <laughs> this is how we run this. Incredibly professional. Everyone in chat's like this I is I am not... very impressed. I I'll stop texting you. I'm we... sorry. I'll just No, no, no. Text on. me whenever, but like just for this right now it would be so much easier if I could just pull <laughs> it straight off the email. No, I'm only going to email you. Email <laughs> you <laughs> Please. Yeah, next time you want to talk to Ben, just send him. Mary's just gonna have a a, emails only. It's just gonna be a normal like, hey, how things going? It's gonna be a very (laughs) professional email, like, uh, warm regards, uh, dearest Benton. Um, per my my last email, (laughs) (laughs) actually, do not hit me with per your last per my last email because I'm gonna think you're gonna be like pissed. I'm gonna be like, what the, what is she on right now? Uh, I hope this finds you on Twitch. Right. Um, so I guess one of the questions I had for you, Mary, I guess is just, um, I know that you've done a few of the, um, oh shoot, what do you, you even call them? Like the X Factor or like the voice. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. They're not really talent shows, whatever you want to call them. Um, uh, reality, reality singing competitions, singing comp- I guess. There you go. There, there it you is. Go. That um, sounds good. So, I kind of want to know just because I, you and I haven't really sat down and talked about it, but I, I want to sort of yeah. know like what your experience was going through that. Maybe some of the things you learned, some of the things you didn't like about them. Um, and just, you know, we'll go from there. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I auditioned for the voice specifically. Um, I think it ended up being, I did like, seven that might be a lot maybe like six different times um in the beginning I was in high school still and I was I think 16 or 17 and I went to the closest open casting call was in Chicago and I wanted my mom to be like the one person to go with me so we just kind of made it like a girl's trip type of thing and sure enough Uh, I got through to the next round and um, I can go into detail about like the whole process. It might be a lot, but um, basically I auditioned and got through to the next round 
And from there, they have you like stay in town for a couple days if you're available and um, send you to a recording studio that's nearby. And they have you do uh, like an in in front of a camera, but not in front of like the actual judges. It's just like a bunch of more like casting directors and everything. Um, and I did not ever advance past the second stage. I think after that, there might be one more and then you go on TV or it might be TV immediately after that. I know, um, like just thinking of like my experience whenever I did go to the second round that was at the recording studio, there was not like very many people there. Mm -hmm. Like you could see the other contestants and like talk to them and stuff, but um, there wasn't really that many so I did that, the like going through the initial casting call the first year. And then every year I went after that was really like for fun. <laughs> uh, they would email me saying like, hey, we're going to put you through like the first round immediately. You don't have to worry about doing that again because that's where you have to wait in line right. for hours. And um, so they just like put me through immediately to the recording studio and i think like if memory serves me right i could be remembering incorrectly in my own favor but i think i did really well each time i know there was a couple times uh like the first couple years that i like forgot a lyric once um and like one time my acid reflux was really bad and oh, my no. voice sounded awful <laughs> and um other than that, like, I think I did well, but overall, I'm super, super, super glad that I never went on the show. Really? Like, very, very glad. It was so fun, though, being in a room of, like, thousands of people that all have the same passion as you and are all there for the same reason is super cool. Like, everyone is just open and chatty and talk about music and you'd sing covers together when you're standing in line for hours and you get to know people and um that reason alone is why like I kept going back and me and my mom would go to Chicago for the weekend which was always fun so <laughs> that's cool uh, so at least there wasn't yeah. like from your experience it wasn't like these super like snooty like I'm gonna fucking win this shit like no not at all I mean not from my experience I also was like kind of just in the fun mindset I guess like obviously I would get really nervous and like it was stressful and I think that's another reason why I just wanted it to be me and my mom because like she knows we she know like we just know how to mesh with each other in like stressful situations like we just she knows when to shut up and like <laughs> just let me sit in silence for a little bit and she knows when I need to go get food <laughs> she i don't know she uh she's a really good traveling partner so that's good that's yeah it was always really fun but at the end of the day i can't imagine like because i was doing that solo right and i love writing with my friends like that is i think that's why i love our music so much and even if like it never got off the ground and nobody ever listened to it and nobody liked it I don't care. Like, I love this music we're making because I'm making it with my friends and we're just, we're a good little, little group. I think we love hanging out together, even just like outside of recording and tracking and 
writing together we just like hanging out that's good and that, that like that makes it a lot easier and a lot more fun when you have people you like hanging out with and people that can vibe like well together i hate using that phrase but it kind of fits here um so yeah it makes things a lot easier which is super cool and um, you guys sorry no man. go ahead you guys lost your drummer um about yeah. the time that you guys started going from dyson hollow getting back into feel good wasn't even named yet um so how Correct. did you find um your and your guitarist from dyson hollow as well you guys great great person um was the guitarist very talented person another female artist yeah she's stupidly talented she's amazing um, but when it came time to launch feel good thing the stars just didn't align you know not that she wasn't good enough or anything like that but tell us about how you found your guitarist and now drummer slash producer um these days Tanner is literally everything, but um, not to Tanner, jump ahead. Tanner is their producer and slash Bassist, drummer. drummer, little bit of everything. A man does it all. Yeah, he's he's just like a jack of all trades. Uh, but yeah, after so basically, Dyson Hollow was put on hold when um, I was going to school. I was going to Northwest Missouri State University and. Um, Mac, my brother, who is in Feel Good as well. Um, we had always written, like, even when I went off to college, like, he would send me stuff on the piano and I would write lyrics to it. And, like, that never stopped. And then also Mac had been continuing to just, like, hang out and jam with our drummer. Uh, that was from Dyson Hollow. And when I was done with school, I came back and I was like, all right, who's ready to like pick up where we left off? Like if that, if anyone's in that position and they're available, like I would love to, because Mac and I were obviously very much ready. And um, it wasn't in the cards, like you said, for our guitarist, but um, we ended up working with Mikey for a bit until he had to move, who was our drummer from Dyson Hollow. And so I just started texting um, pretty much anyone I could think of that has ever played an instrument in their life. And I started just like trying to think of really talented people, though, and people that I get along with really well. And so I reached out to a buddy of mine who uh, from high school who was not available, but he said, my buddy Mark is looking for a band and thank everything that is holy that he sent us mark because mark is the bomb he's he's grown a lot too since like we like i've started playing with him and i think he has really like molded himself to be the musician that feel good needs which is really like when i wouldn't ask him to do that but he really has and, and little little plug to mark also he's uh what like 90 days sober or something like that yeah um, Ooh, yeah. oh class good job mark way to go mark i don't know the number off the he, top of my head but he yeah has, he has grown so much as of a, as a person and i know a large part yes. of it is he wants to be the best version of himself for your band which is so admirable like 
it, when you're in the ground stages, you know, you're, you're not Paramore, you're not Mayday Parade, you don't have platinum mm-hmm. albums, but I think he sees the potential that lies within the band and getting to be a part of something larger because he was in a lot of screamo like grunge which there's nothing against that music you know it's not necessarily my forte but i think he got a part of feel good and really started realizing like hey there's something here um yeah this could be really big and even if it never gets to the paramore mayday you know what have you level he's molded himself into the right person that can be fit for that level which is 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 fantastic i mean that's that's really awesome uh yeah you put that perfectly he has he's put in a lot of work but not like like very modestly like i recognize it because i see him once a week just perfect for like I don't see him every day but I see him just enough to like even like physical appearance like he just looks healthy and happy and he I think he's even been vegan uh like since he went sober he's also like stopped eating meat I think he maybe cheats every now and then that's where you lose me man don't we all the vegans, <laughs> the vegans that's where you lose me bro and, uh, that's funny well that's kidding. that's awesome and i love me some meat i don't i don't even i don't know mark but i'm super happy to hear that like he's like doing good and then he's like you know turning around and, and just becoming like the best version of himself for himself and for you guys just super cool yeah. we have a question ben, from i was just gonna say ben do you want to read that question yeah and that, this is it's from coke just coke okay right? good because i was about ready i wanted <laughs> yeah. i wanted to make sure that i said this right otherwise like i didn't want to get roasted for pronouncing dude's name <laughs> wrong or saying something so coke asked uh they he wants to know what the symbolism on y'all's ep artwork is uh you know what the symbolism behind the coral snake and the flowers are or is it just that's uh, the picture y'all chose <laughs> So that I'm also a graphic designer. And so I do all of our artwork and except there's one post that I have on Instagram that I had a girl do for me because I'm obsessed with her style and I kept wanting to copy it. And I was like, I should just pay her to do this. (laughs) But um, so for the EP, actually our producer Tanner, who I didn't really get to, you had asked also how we found Tanner. Uh, Tanner was introduced to us from Mark. They had written together for years previously as well. And he's the Jack of all trades that I mentioned, just literally so talented. It's stupid. But anyway, Tanner has um, a snake named Slippy. And I was like watching Slippy grow as we would go over. Cause that's where we go to practice and track and record and everything and um i don't know it's uh it's kind of up to interpretation in a couple of ways but what i was thinking when i was creating it was like there's always going to be snakes in the grass but you just got to keep growing like i watched slippy grow as we were writing our ep and we had a lot of setbacks too um but just keep like even not saying that we had any snakes in the grass that directly affected our music, but just in general, just in life, that there's going to be obstacles and there's going to be things that should set you back, but just to keep growing. And um, hopefully you can have some flowers bloom around you as you're, you're spreading your, your good vibes. Cause feel good is a lot. Um, 
a lot of why we're called feel good is because none of us know how to read or write music we don't really know exactly what we're doing but we just do what feels good and feels natural and just try and grow together and really uplift each other and uh try and take that snake in the grass and make it something beautiful that's dope that's dope as hell <laughs> i never Thanks, thought buddy. that asked that question before but i'm really glad that uh coke asked that and now yeah we have thanks that, justice that was a that, really good question. Uh, that background that's awesome i uh, love talking about like just i am just a creative person and i love talking about like my contributions to feel good which are lyrics and artwork <laughs> the other guys i feel like they cover a lot more range behind the scenes like you guys have no idea how hard they work like i bet the boys work so freaking hard and they have to carry an instrument and i'm really lucky that it's built in right carry, i don't have to carry anything <laughs> um uh luther wanted to know going back to when we were talking about um singing competitions and when you went and did those uh yeah. wanted to know what you what you sang for your auditions Ooh, good question um that was actually really really insanely stressful for me to pick something um i think I would agree with Alex that I do have like a versatile voice and where I could sing, I can sing different genres and like inflect my voice in different ways to fit that. But I, I would actually argue that country is where my voice sounds the best and I am just not a country artist at all. So it's like, do I want to go on the voice and sing a country song and then have them like pigeonhole me as a country artist for the rest of my life? Like, that was really stressful for me trying to decide what to do. But I remember the songs that like made an impression on me that I remember like before I blacked out as I was singing, <laughs> like I remember seeing the look on the judge's face. Uh, the very first song I did when I was 16 was stars by um, nocturnal i can't look at this uh, i can't help you out on that one hold on let me look it up and see if i can find it um yeah she's oh man it's a beautiful song it's but i am really sad that i can't think of the name something nocturnal um not nocturnals it's nocturnal and something it's called stars anyway another one that i remember being like a good impression like anything sam smith um stay with me um lay me down was always a good one was it grace potter yeah. and the nocturnals grace potter and the nocturnals thank you yes that's it uh she just belts it in the chorus and that's when i blacked out in the audition though <laughs> like i just came to and was like oh it's over are they clapping for me <laughs> Yeah, I was still a minor then. So my mom was in the room and I remember turning around like my mom had to be in there with me and I was turning or I turned around to her just crying her eyes out. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I remember when you won the Northwest Missouri State uh, talent. Oh, yeah. Show. I remember going to that talent show. That and was lit. I remember Mary. Oh, that's right. Benny was there. She sent us the video of of her final song of her winning and the entire stadium of people standing up and applauding and 
I bawled like a baby. <laughs> like I opened that video at like 7:58 a.m. Like I was about ready to get to work. I'm like, I'll watch this video, and I cried. Like <laughs> I cried a lot watching. <sighs> like I don't Aww. know what that emotional. Like it was an emotional I, song too. I don't know what that emotional tie is as to watching like your baby sister get up there and just slay the stage and just sing such an emotional song. But I cried so fucking hard. And I'm like, well, now I'm going to get in the shower and go to work. Like, it's called it's called pride, <laughs> Alex. That's pride. <laughs> I guess so. You're yeah, so I, proud of your little sister getting out there and just demolishing the competition at the talent <laughs> show it was awesome i remember being there for that it was super great i got all the goosebumps and everything were you there for the first night or the second i night? was there for one of them it was one of those trips to northwest that ended up in a haze because of how we party i know but you were there for the second night of that little it was yeah. like a variety show and jamie played the piano with me and she yep. is so talented too yeah yeah, yeah she's talented. super super talented i think very we made it a point to come up to northwest for that one because we were like oh shit mary's yeah. in a competition we were like get in the car let's go oh i was so nervous for that i think i puked before classic <laughs> I, yeah i was just like hold on <laughs> 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 Ralph, real quick and I was like, all right let's go <laughs> all right let's get it yeah awesome um i guess so i guess i have a a, a a couple um, of uh, questions. Um, one of them, I guess, is really still kind of. Can I take a shot? Yeah, go ahead. Ask this question. Yeah, cool. Let's for sure. Do it, Mary. I don't think we took the one that we poured earlier. No. Uh, I've taken one so far. You don't know. But I'm out of liquor now, so. Por qué no? Um, but yeah, so my I guess my first question was, um, did you feel I guess at any point during your auditions for those singing competitions that you might not have made it because there wasn't like a sob story attached. Cause I know, and this is one of those things that irks me about those singing competitions is that if you have a good sob story, it makes for good TV. So they're going to put you on, but I don't know. Do you feel like there was any kind of bias and it was not, you know, talent related. This is a good question to take a shot right before she answers this, because I have my own very distinct views and, ideas cha-ching, cha-ching. This, this bling, bling, bling. hugo yep second night you're right hugo it was the second night so i feel confident saying um like i said there are a couple times where i just like biffed it like i just fucked it up um Wait, can I cuss? Have yeah. I cuss Have you maybe? watched any of our I, podcasts at all? I That's like the was, only thing I do. I don't know why. I just like, <laughs> I real quick was like, Mom. Um, you, you know who I am, uh, Mary. Like I, Sailor's Mouth. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I will say some of them I just like fucked up in my own right. Like I just didn't do my best. Um, but there were a few auditions where it's like they reached out to me and asked me to come back they asked me to like skip the first stage and just like jump to the second whatever with the recording studio and i get there nail it and all i hear is you're incredibly talented you're so beautiful you have really good original music like they even had watched like my stuff on youtube and like commented on that and told me how good it was and 
just said like it wasn't what they were looking for like in particular so i don't know corporate bullshit answer i don't know my dad's crying dad don't cry um sorry he texted us (laughs) uh i love you dad um but yeah i don't know if there's a certain maybe like because there's a ton of directors like casting directors so maybe you know pete is supposed to find a girl with a certain look or who has a certain style to her voice or who has i don't know who they're looking for something in particular and i just didn't fit that bill like i just didn't check the boxes or whatever could have been that i was too boring uh, maybe I, they didn't need a ginger on that season like i i really don't know <laughs> but i have seriously questioned some of the people and i don't watch the show because it's too frustrating like i right. see and hear some of the voices and not anyone in particular but it's just like i am pretty sure that if you were to ask america whose voice they liked better that they or who would they rather see on the show i think that they would have decided differently right but, where's brendan uh, when i need him he could talk for hours yeah. ad nauseum about that <laughs> and in the years yeah. following uh your one of your very first auditions that was a genuine audition before they started inviting you back yeah um, girl from hey monday like went and almost won the thing i think she got second. she did win she did win. she did she win yeah the a band called hey monday you can go look it up cassidy pope um, was her name yeah oh, the a very talented that. singer don't don't get me wrong oh yeah super good voice i feel like they and that it like coincided almost perfectly with when they were inviting you back to be on the casting stage versus just hey show up and be with the general like the population. Open call. Yeah. Yeah. Um they were like, "Man, we just awarded a girl the title who was a female pop pop punk singer and we can't repeat that again because we're going to be I thought that too. too much in that genre. We're going to be awarding that genre too much, so we got to look elsewhere." And I mm-hmm. still to this day will die on that hill of of making sure that we don't bring another female vocal vocal artist to the stage where she can actually win because then we're going to get labeled as, well, we're just a female pop punk vocal artist stage. See, and that's aggravating for me because I feel like on shows like that, I would set up, hi, Ivy. Um, This is my key cat. I feel like shows like that should should worry less about who they award and what genre they sing and why they award that and more focus more on the talent of people and, and judge things that way. But I don't know if that makes for good TV and they have their casting directors and their production right. and why they do things the way they do them. But that's the reason that those shows aggravate the hell out of me. And Edna's just brought up a point where she says now she sings mostly country though. That's, and that's yeah, where I know her name her from is, is from yeah. country. And that's yeah, why was, mm-hmm. that's Good why point, I'm so glad that you never uh, would I have loved for you to win the voice. Absolutely. 
do I think that you have a voice that's good enough to get out there on your own and not be locked into a contract with a voice? Thousand percent. I, I don't want you Hell yeah. out there singing what you're told to be sung. I want you out there singing what is in your heart and what your passion is and where you find joy within singing as your older brother. Like, yeah, it would have been great for you to win the voice, but I would rather have you singing what you love to sing versus what someone else told you to sing. Retweet. And that's why I'm glad that you never made it past any of those initial stages on the voice and you can do what you want to do and sing what you want to sing. Yeah, and I'm going to paddle that boat with Alex all day long as one of your friends as well. Cause that's the yes. same thing. Like I would hate for you to be sucked into a, a contract with a, with a label or somebody that's going to tell you where to be, what to sing, all that, all that jazz. And I'll go on a rant all day long about the you know music labels and how much I despise them. But <laughs> anyway yeah no i that's why i am super grateful as well because i mean one like i said i love writing with especially mac like if i couldn't have had mac on that journey with me i would have been like now nah, you can rip up the deal like i i'm really glad i don't know like specifically what record nbc works with or like how that all functions but i do not imagine that i would be happy um at least as happy as i am right now so yeah i don't see you or the band being very pleased i I think the initial like euphoria of getting a big contract with a record label would be super cool um but then i feel like you guys from what i know about at least you and mac and how how you've described you uh mark and tanner all melding together, I can see you guys getting very disenchanted very quickly. Um, yeah, being told yeah. what to do. Well, and one thing too that I did keep in mind, like realistically, the last like two or three times I went to the Voice, one was for fun because my mom and I loved that weekend, uh, and we didn't just go to Chicago. We also went like to Denver and to Houston, and um, one thing I kept in mind on those trips too was if you just get on TV and people see you and they go look you up, they'll find whatever music you're doing. They'll find your band. Like towards the end, like I was not trying to win. I wasn't trying even to be picked necessarily. I just wanted people to hear me for that exposure and be like, all right, cool, dip out. Right. <laughs> go back, go back to Omaha and do my thing and just hope that I have like maybe a little more site traffic. Like, right. So <laughs> it's kind of hoping for something, just going to have a fun weekend with Nancy because right. we got lit. Right. So for exposure, in the words of my, my good friend Hugo, for poops and chuckles. For poopies and chucks. Poops Absolutely. And, poops and chucks. Coke says, honestly, y'all's families love and support for each other is on another level. Yeah, my siblings and parents love each other, but not like y'all. The Brummels is an example that everybody should follow. I'll second that opinion, y'all. The way y'all interact as a family is just outstanding. That was so nice of you to say. I could cry. (laughs) I certainly could. Yeah. I love yeah, being around all you up. guys. Like the couple times that I've been fortunate enough to be around the entire entire Brummel squad, 
um, for things. I've had such a good time. And the way you That's like really nice. the way y'all's family just like welcomes complete randoms, hello, um, <laughs> into well, yeah. into your fold, and then now I'm like I've been good friends with Mary for fuck what is it now like eight years, something like yeah. that, and yeah. Alex more and more like more so like our friendship has grown since that that infamous party at Benzingo for y'all's graduation, um, and then just like being able to like talk to mac and hang out with mac and abby as uh, abby as well it's been it's been really cool well it's it's not even a family thing right it's just like a it's why we're so i don't want to like sit here and talk about the brummel family and like who <laughs> we are you know but like we're the best it, it, it doesn't matter <laughs> who you are or where you've come from or and that's a lot of the 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 focus of this podcast is come as you are you know just be a good person like just come around be a good person and we're gonna love on you you know like it really should be that way across the board people should be more accepting as newcomers come on and expose that vulnerability like yeah no you're part of us you know one of us yeah you're you're part of us so anyway Um, so getting back to, I guess, a little bit more, um, interviewee type questions, um, put me in the hot seat, right? Exactly. So (laughs) my other question is, and this one might be a little bit more of a hard hitter. I don't know. Um, have you now, or, you know, with your experience with the singing competitions, have you experienced any, um, you know, like misogyny or any misogynistic like type things in the music industry? I know there's a, like, there has been, Maybe not recently, but it used to be a big deal. Um, and I just didn't, I just wanted to kind of wanted to know um, if you'd experienced that and like if you had any other thoughts on that. You know, to, to really think back to when I like could have experienced that, I was so young. And my number one concern was not showing my age. Like that's all I thought about was like, don't look. 15 don't act 15 like I didn't really I almost thought like reflecting back I think more about my actions than other people like I think I was just so insecure with like how I seemed I mean there could have been I don't even remember which maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I like blocked it out. I, I mean, know, maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm at least happy to hear that you didn't like face any of that, at least going, you know, through singing competitions and that when you would try to, they went for the voice no. and everything. No. Yeah. I like, not that I can recall again, maybe I just, my brain did me a solid and just blocked it on out. <laughs> well, good, good shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the music industry's job is to find the best people that sing the best. And yeah, maybe on a show like the voice, you know, with a, with a heartthrob story behind it or something like that, you know, there, there might be some, some malintentions in the sense of we're not trying to find the best voice. We're trying to find the best story. Right. You know, and that, that may have existed, but uh, as your brother, I would have been all over something that would have indicated that a male got, you know, put into the ringer versus you just because yeah. male, female, 
And I, I don't, I can't recall anything like that either. No, like I, I guess, well, like I said, it, it wasn't something that was as present on my mind. So maybe I like, wasn't looking for it. Not saying that it only exists if you're looking for it. Like I'm not implying that, but I, it was never something that like made an impression on me, I guess. I think I was just so consumed with myself, like not, not in a positive way though. But right. I was like so insecure and not confident in who I was yet that I was just like, not, like I said, I was thinking more about my, my actions versus like how other people treated me, like my actions and reactions to how people treated me. But nothing really like sticks out in particular, which I guess is a really good thing. Ben, can I take a second to just acknowledge Edmund? Yeah, yeah go says, ahead, for uh, sure. Don't let them change who you are, Mary. Hey, um, Ed Nuts is one of my good friends. We've known each other for a while. Nice. She said the, she said the Brummels raise good people, which makes me very happy. And then Justice wants to know where he can find your voice episode. Um, I don't think any of those are posted online like you never made it no i don't yeah mary never made it to like the live shows like the like the judges like that are on tv it was just the producers like behind the scenes it was filmed but i've never had access to that either (laughs) that'd be cool maybe i can ask (laughs) perhaps you make a highlight track for uh for a promo Maybe this is a good time, Ben, to drop a little feel good news. Yeah, I was about there. to say, Probably, let's uh, um, take a let's, shot, maybe. Let's uh, oh yeah. Let's have a let's have a look at uh, one of the new ones. Which one do you want to do first, Mary? Um, soul on fire. Soul on fire. Okay. Sure. Is my soul on fire? Oh my god! I thought that was it. I was like, <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> What are you trying to say, Mary? My voice isn't good enough to be in the band. Oh, I thought she was going to By the way, I see. I see. I see. I see. I see. Yowling. She uh, is not fixed, and she's experiencing some hormonal changes that she will not shut up. <laughs> like, what a gal. Next level. What are you, uh, what's that? Are you Nancy Brummel? I was going to say, taking a page out of Nancy Brummel's book right here. I threw a little orange juice on there to make it so they're uh, a little bit less. I'm drinking Picard. Picard. Uh, also very good at freestyling. Maybe we can get her to freestyle later. Put her right in the hot seat on that one. Dude. A couple more shots and I can get you to freestyle. I could at least do... Um, I have one rap that I made in high school that my friends ask me to do all the time. It's about... It's not very nice. It's when... Um, 
Like I mentioned before, I used to say not very nice things about people I was jealous of, and I got a whole rap about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll throw back to old school, Mary. Yeah, yeah, a little high school, pre-brow Mary. Ben, do you have that song for that or what? It's going right now, brother. Oh, it is? Oh, it sounds great. It sounds amazing. Can you hear it? Because we can't. It's on the stream. Oh. I just started listening to it. I can hear it on the stream. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm glad I What did you pick? A timestamp that I sent you? Or did no, you I'm running the whole thing. It started out hot, hey, and I'm hey. just like letting it ride. <laughs> I will say, I think those are very rough tracks as well for everyone listening. They're not final by any means. Um, 1020 is probably the roughest of the three. So on fire and the easiest part are pretty close to the game. Yeah, because we're quiet now. So, <gasps> Sorry. Listen to it. Okay, I'm Alright, that was Soul on Fire, and that shit was banging. That was so good. Damn, I'm so glad I got a sneak peek of that. Thank you. Can you That's hear so me? Awesome. Or is yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. That was good. I know, I Chad, just... I kind of like, we kind of like talked through the whole thing, but whatever. Sorry, I didn't know they could <laughs> hear like one or the other. Yeah, and I was like debating on just like muting you guys, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll let it ride. We but, can. Uh, uh, that one was that was so good. I'll play that one again. Uh, I'll play that one again at the outro when it's done. I'll let it ride, and you guys can listen to the whole there thing you go. again with no interruptions. Sorry, guys. But that was super good. Wow, damn! This album about to be on repeat in the truck while I'm driving around. It's pretty. Uh, we like to say that it's a really good, like, collection that represents like all of our strongest assets that we bring to the table individually, like each song in a different way elevates our strengths, which is cool. I am really proud. I will say uh, for the album, all of the lyrics are mine. Like I wrote the lyrics for each song and I can definitely say speaking on behalf of, Mac and Mark and Tanner that they gave everything that they have T 
to every song and I love like listening through and just thinking like, okay, for this part that you're going to listen, just listen for the drums. Like this part, just listen to the guitar and just like appreciating their, they're so talented. I'm very, very lucky to work with them. It's so good. Um, it's actually a good segue into this. Cause I want to, I want to talk at least a little bit, or I guess listen to you talk a little bit about what, uh, what it's been like um, for you to, to work on an EP and then now on this album, um, and, and, and just like, you know, the process that's happened and you, like some of your thoughts and feelings, um, on, uh, on this journey that you've been on with these guys, um, and, and how this is all coming together. I will say the EP was very, very different because we were still going through, um, like interchanging different band members. Um, the guys we have now, were they all worked on the ep um but for like good example uh don't be scared off the ep has our drummer from dyson hollow um he was able to record that before he had to move um and then four novembers ago we worked with another drummer named Corey, who's super super talented um, it just didn't really, I guess, work out like fit wise. Um, I think being a female vocalist maybe makes it a little, I don't know if I'm just in my head about it, or it's like intimidating as a musician to try and like adapt to my style or I don't know if like why uh, like that works for people to I think maybe being a female vocalist, it's like not as comfortable. I could be totally wrong I mean, about that. Perhaps. And but. it could go back to what you said earlier about, you know, the, a couple of the guys like Mac um, wanted to really push and go for a harder style, um, which would be cool. But given the fact that yet you are a female vocalist, it would be perhaps a little bit more challenging to try and, and fit your voice into that style. Um, so maybe that was part of the reason that it didn't, you know, meld really well with, um, uh, with Corey. I think you're right. And it's nothing like, it's nothing personal for sure. I mean, it'd be the same if I was not with feel good and I went to go join a group that had a certain style set in place. And I was like, nah, that's not, that's just like not what I'm comfortable with. So, and a lot of those guys came from screamo bands, you know? Um, yeah like harder more hardcore it's for sure the the genre that you guys are in um is a tough genre to be in it's and it's hard Mm -hmm. to pigeonhole it like we said earlier because i i want yeah i I would i almost want to i almost want to classify it as like pop punk but it's not really but it has elements of that and it also has elements of alternative but then it also has elements of like you know made a parade um like ballad style song uh songs as well so it's like a mix of like three or four different genres that are coming together um but what's super dope about it is that it works super well and it sounds so good but it's just hard to classify it as one certain thing so you guys might be trailblazing and creating a whole new genre of music who knows Ooh, that'd be cool. I hope so. <laughs> it's it's like in the early 2000s when like Blink-182, Fall yes. Out Boy, Panic yep. at the Disco, Paramore, when all those bands were famous, 
you started to see a, a surgence of that music into the top 100 billboards, you know, that are so heavily touted. Like, right. It like the weekend has been in the top 100 for X amount of weeks, 60 weeks now or whatever. I don't even know what it is, but nowadays you don't see that in the billboards and you're not making that music to be in the billboards you know you're you're not creating a band to try to be big and famous and make a shitload of money you're making that music because that's what drives you and and you feel it it's what feels good feel good exactly it's what feels good exactly that's why we're called in, in the same breath within saying like yeah, it might be foolish to start a small podcast. It might be foolish to start a small band. But you know what? No big podcast or big band ever started from a big podcast yeah. or a big band. It started as a small band or podcast. So we feel a lot of the same. If you guys can't like, tell, Alex passion. is really plugging the podcast. Right now. No, I'm just saying that's, no, that's why right. you but do no, it. But no, I, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, for that's sure. That's why you do it. You know, that's why you do it is because it, it's it drives you. It what's it's what gives you passion. That's what I look forward to just for us on Sunday evenings. Like I I do other things and I didn't like I didn't stream today because I was like, hey, you know what? I've been doing it a lot this week, but I was like super excited to come in and do the podcast again. I look forward to it every Sunday. Yeah. And I feel like that's that Mary is going to be on. it. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, that's how Mary you are when you get to go to band practice every week and, you know, work on that and work on, on hammering out the finer details of this album. Um, and then getting ready, you know, once this is done to gear up and, and create new music. You know, we have all, it's really funny you say that because just like last week, we all, I think maybe just because we're artists, are pretty like sensitive, emotional people. We're all very open with our feelings and we share love. Like, I can't leave band practice without getting a string of messages from the guys just like, man, like, I love you guys. So lucky to be working with you. We have all kind of said like Wednesday night is when we get together and Wednesday has become like the highlight of the week. For hey, sure. Mary. Yeah. I want to ask Ben a question. Yeah. Why don't you ever text me and say, I'm so grateful to be working with you after we get done with the podcast? I was just yeah, literally going to mention that because yeah, you did that bullshit, not too dude. many weeks ago. Wow. You did yeah. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I texted you and said that. Dude. That's true. And I kind of just. Why don't you ever text me, Ben? I'm sorry that. I'm sorry, Alex. I'll be a better. Okay. I'll be a better friend in podcast. Okay co-host okay. and i'll text you fine. sappy love hey, messages ben, when we're ben, done ben it's Message fine takes dude. a minute ben, ben. it's fine mary continue with your story you know it's so nice to be recognized and like that would be nice all right so let me add someone. adding alex to my relationship <laughs> checklist of people i need to yes, text please. more often mary tell no, me more. But yeah. tell me do you want me to send you flowers I appreciate your co-workers it's so nice to be respected um, oh, and mm. to be loved. And that would be nice. Oh my God, Mary, yeah. you're just gonna. I'm gonna have to send Alex flowers and chocolates after this, so he feels <laughs> loved and appreciated. I'm never gonna be invited back onto. <laughs> Reagan, Reagan, and Kristen give me love every day. It's okay, Ben. I'll text Kristen and tell her to it's give fine. you love for me on my behalf. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, Mary, continue. Sorry. Don't mean to cut you off from this. No, yeah, you're good. Basically, I'm just saying that we definitely look forward to Wednesdays as a highlight of the week. We have so much fun. It's it's very, very fortunate that we are such good friends. And I think I hope that reflects in the music. Like I think it does. And it works for uh, for criticism, too. Like we're very open with like saying if we don't like something, too, or like now I think it would sound better if it was like this, because when you have that rapport and that relationship and it comes from a place of support and trust and love rather than like malice, it's it's right. It's that constructive criticism that you guys can give each other because you all want what you're producing and what you're putting out to be the best possible thing that it can be. And in the back of your minds, that's what you guys have. Exactly. And and it's not judgment, right? It's not me saying like, I think you suck at writing music. (laughs) It's me saying, Hey, I like what you're doing here, but I think we can change this. And people should have a pretty good general understanding, you know, if they're not too prideful of the idea of, okay, well, let's collaborate and try to make this the best we can. Right. I feel lucky too, having had an artistic um, background, like educationally, like going through graphic design, like doing critiques was a very normal thing. And I think I almost like critique myself before the guys even have a chance. And I would love for them to give me even more criticism and feedback it's for me it's i just straight up i'm like ooh, i do not like that tell me like what i should be different right and that's one of those things coming from like an artistic background and even sometimes with alex and i like you know you're your own toughest critic and so even if you are you know being really hard on yourself about a certain aspect of something either having somebody validate that or looking at you and telling you hey no you're good um you're being a little like you're being too hard on yourself and like we all think that this is this is perfect the way it is or 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 whatever i think that helps a lot as well i appreciate tanner our producer bassist drummer (laughs) he does all of it but he is so kind and like genuine and authentic and I selfishly hope that he doesn't ever become a big producer because I want to keep them all to myself. But he, I would hope that like the rest of the industry out there that I haven't experienced is an ounce of kind as like as Tanner is Very. because he has it down for how to treat people and criticism and everything. Yes, Alex. Very. You should tell them what uh, Tanner operates out of, like an office or like a big building or like he's a pretty good producer, right? So where does he like operate out of? You might be surprised that the finished music that you hear is out of his basement. Um, He is 100% committed to making it sound as good as it does and you could put that guy in a cardboard box and he could make this audio sound incredible but he has a pretty nice setup in his basement and we he also I think it's really important to note that he is as I mentioned he 
is essentially our drummer, but he uh, does a lot of programming for our drums, like by hand, like goes in and makes it sound as human as possible. And of course, like live drums as much as possible, but he is so meticulous and detail oriented. And you would think that our music i wish you guys could hear especially our new album like in full like fully produced but it comes out of a basement and you would have no idea (laughs) that's incredible and that is and you know some of the best things started in a basement or a garage or two bros in separate parts of the country in a couple of dingy rooms Bro, man, Amazon started out of garage, bro. Exactly. Right. So Amazon started out of the garage. So you know, it doesn't matter where you start; you just make the best alive, of it. Man. Well, that's yeah. the thing. No. Just coming together and making it as good as you can. You gotta, you gotta feel good about it, right? Exactly. <laughs> feel good. Feel good. Um, I think you know what? Let's listen to um one of the other tracks that Mary uh wanted us to sample. And while we're doing that. Uh, chat rack your brains think of some more questions um that you have uh for mary or for us you know just in regards uh to everything that we've talked about so far uh mary which one do you want to do next uh 10 20 10 20 okay yeah i'm not doing timestamps. i'm gonna let the whole thing go Okay. And this time we'll oh, try God. and my not. My vocals are not official. My vocals are not <laughs> official. Do not judge me. <laughs> Disclaimer: the vocals are not official. This time we'll try and not to talk. Did you, did you say the vocals are official? Is that what you they're said? They're super official and judge them harshly. <laughs> so no, this is, they're not this official. Is the official track. Yeah, right. it's all done. Perfect. This time we won't talk through the whole thing. Yes.
Heck yeah. We talk about vocals not done. What? So good. That's the scratch vocals. So good. Let's go. That was awesome. That Thank was you. Super great. I could not hear anything, so I have no idea what you guys <laughs> just heard. <laughs> I mean, you came in right when there's probably like maybe a minute and a half, two minutes left. It's Dude, a long all, song. It's long, but it was so good up. though. It was I'm all so fired good. fired up after hearing that song. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's been really fun. Actually, we kind of started this like new process unintentionally just kind of worked out this way. But so the guys typically how it works is like Mac or Mark or Tanner will bring like instrumentals to the table. I have a couple songs on the album that were like derived from me, but for the most part, it's like a blank canvas. And I just sit there and listen to them work on it. And I just like go in my own little zone and pull up that notes app and just go to town on some lyrics while I'm just like sitting and marinating with like what they're writing. 
And once they have like a pretty good foundation down, like this is the verse, this is the chorus, <laughs> then I'll go in like, are you guys ready to have some vocals on there for to listen to? And I go in and do just like a scratch vocals, just something for them to hear, like while they're continuing to like polish everything so they know what it sounds like. And so they can like base their riffs off of the melody that I'm singing, whatever. And they hear the lyrics for the first time, like when I'm doing the scratch vocals. And it's so fun watching their like reaction to hearing everything for the first time uh it's a little it's I used to never get nervous but now that I'm like ooh, they're hearing it for the first time <laughs> I get like a little bit of butterflies and like I hope they like it <laughs> that's cool that's cool that's yeah. a nice that's a neat little insight on into you know, y'all's creative process um and how you build songs so I like the it music the music gets written first and then you go and add lyrics to it is that right um, I mean, it happens both ways, but for the album specifically, actually just last week, we tried doing it reverse. I think of like verses and choruses in my head all the time and I hear exactly how I want the instruments to be, but yeah. I am the worst at translating that. So it's more common that, well, and especially a lot of it has to do with who gets to practice first. Like if Mac yeah. gets there first and he has an idea that he's been working on the piano, I'll get there and hear Mac like just tracking like whatever he had as an idea. And I'm like, ooh, lyrics just instantly start flooding in. And I'm like, can we work on this? Like, is this a song that we can work on right now? So I love having that empty canvas and just like filling in the vocals you can change a song entirely, like just how you sing it. And I love having the, I guess, power <laughs> to, I just, I love having, it's literally like if you go to a painting, would you rather have something completely blank or like, I don't know, there's more creative freedom to just kind of run with it when you have an empty canvas. Yeah. I got you. Um, it's not empty. I mean, like, right. there's... There's, there's emotion there and it's just like filling in the blanks. It's like molding it. Yeah, so I would yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. less less of a less of like a blank canvas and more kind of like a a semi-started like clay, ceramic or something that you can then mold how you need it. I think a better way to put it is like if you're an interior designer and you have a house that has a really good foundation and you could put the ugliest paint on those walls and the worst furniture but if you kind of like tidy it up nice and just wrap it up in a little bow you can sell it for a lot of money nice <laughs> uh we have one question this one comes great, great this, example. this one Thank comes <laughs> from abby and is directed directly for alex who's <laughs> abby your sister <laughs> oh okay okay um she wanted to know <laughs> uh alex if you ever get jealous that uh our siblings are your siblings are in a band together. So if you're jealous of Mac and Mary, if I'm jealous of them being in a band together, no. Um, I think that's awesome. Am I jealous of their talent? Absolutely. Because that's why people think they're good. Right. Is because it's like, man, I wish I had that talent. 
you know so like yeah i'm jealous of their talent but no i'm not jealous of the fact that they're like in a band together right and i can be but i will be forever jealous of their ability i they're good dude i yeah. and again maybe it's just because they're my brother and sister and i think they're just really fantastic but well i really do think that they're pretty fucking awesome from a Sorry. from a somewhat i guess outside perspective um i'm jealous of the talent that you guys possess as well like i have a little bit of like musical inclination having been in band for you know pretty much my entire school career college college hey, high school hey, middle school hey. um that's how i met so Benny. exactly <laughs> so um so i'm jealous of their talent in the, in in that regard um but i also am appreciative of the fact that i have that musical background so i can i guess i don't want to try and like toot my own horn but um uh, for hot puns didn't um but i can like appreciate like the the music behind it and like how it, like things fit together and piece together having been part of like ensembles um for six seven years so it's it's music really cool theory is something that we do not possess and i wouldn't it's say a that little you scary but we just don't na- it's yeah, I wouldn't say that you don't possess it. I would say that you you do possess and you use it, but not in um, like the classical form of having been through schooling for it. It's just how you guys have melded together and figured it out. Um, you still have that music theory and how you want things to work together. But you, I would I, and I you know I'm just speaking on the fact of like that I know you and Mac a little bit. I would say that you guys didn't go to school for that. And Tanner, perhaps has a little bit more of a mind for it because he is producing. But, um, yeah, in the classical sense, I would say you guys didn't, you don't know, but you have that like kind of innate natural ability, um, in music theory to figure out how you want your stuff to sound. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because that's the reason I didn't ever study music. Like I very well could have gone to school. Like Northwest had an amazing fine arts program and I could have gone that route, but thinking of music as like a task or or something I have to do for homework was like I well and even my mom I give my mom huge props because my grandma is a very very talented like choir vocalist like she has and she's a great piano player and she's she's a musician in like the classical trained sense but my mom Um, had asked her at one point when I was really little like should I put Mary Emily into singing classes and I can't say verbatim what my mom's response was to I think my grandma said to do it but basically she decided not to because she wanted me to form like my love for singing by myself which I already had like that wasn't something that I needed to learn I think my mom still says that I sang before I talked, like I was like humming along to her and like I sang, I guess, before I like verbally spoke a sentence. Well, we have a, we have a niece kind of like that right now named Emmy. Um, She tends to sing a little bit more with people than she does actual say words so right yeah not surprise me and i can relate to that music as homework type deal because that's how i got when i got to college i didn't want to do band when i got yeah. to college um because by the time i got out of high school i was it was becoming more of a chore 
exactly. Um, rather than something I enjoy doing. Like I did enjoy doing it and like I did like playing music and you get those sometimes you wouldn't think so, but you get those bangers of songs that you can just like rip a trumpet solo on or something because you know that's what I played. <laughs> um, and it's a good feeling when you like find a piece of music and you enjoy playing it. Um, but the chore part of it where you have to like, where it becomes an assignment rather than something you, you want to make time for. That's why I, when I got to college, I didn't want to do it, but there were scholarship opportunities available and mom and dad were like, no, you're going to do it. I was like, mm, okay. And it breaks my heart because I have met, uh, a really close friend that I had at school, um, actually not from being in school, but I had a job and he was quite a bit younger. Um, but we worked at the same place at the same time. And he went to Mizzou like full ride for classic guitar playing. And when I found out he played the guitar, I was like, Oh, cool. Like, especially I was in college at the time and I didn't have anyone to write music with like Mac and everyone that I had experienced writing music with was back in Omaha so of course I was like, oh my gosh, like let's get together and let's write something. And he could not think of something on his own. Like mm -hmm. he was so trained to learn other music. We would sit down to like jam and write something and he couldn't do it. Like I would ask him like, oh nice. Like, did you like, no, it's this song from the 70. Like he just could not do it himself and it broke my heart i'm like man you're he's so talented give him any sheet music and like in an instant but just creatively he couldn't do that process and i was like man that yeah sucks. i like, get that like, i wonder I can... if you wouldn't have gone to school for it like what would have happened but yeah like i can read the zoo so <laughs> i can read sheet music all day long for the instruments that i played mm -hmm. um, but when i did jazz i did jazz for a little while i loved playing jazz because jazz is very loose and very freeform yeah. and you have a a very basic jazz scale that you work work with uh and it was super fun i i enjoyed playing jazz a lot and there was still sheet music for it but there was points in those songs for different instruments in the ensemble just to like, like freestyle bust yeah. it out like here's your here's your jazz here's your jazz scale here's your blues scale go to town and you get to go to town for 32 to 64 measures of music and just like have a ball with it like in the movie soul yeah uh, the pixar movie they talk about like the place that you go to when you're in the zone essentially is like they illustrate this beautiful way of thinking of like not just musicians but like when anyone's in the zone doing anything that they're super passionate about yeah i feel like jazz would be a really good way to just like escape it's for a second and sit so you're still in it but mm -hmm. yeah and i've been out of music long enough now that i'm like toying with the idea of going and finding a guitar and trying to learn to play guitar but we'll see what it's happens never too late true it's never too late yeah true um guys chat do you have any more questions uh for mary for alex for myself anything um i'll give you guys a couple minutes to think about it if not um We'll wrap it up. I'll cue us out with the last uh, track that Mary wanted us to, to sample out. And um, and we'll go from there. Um, while they're thinking of anything they want to ask you, Mary, is there anything else you want to tell us about the upcoming album? Anything you're allowed, I guess, to tell us before things become official? Um, rough release date? Anything like that? I will say we are hoping to 
have like finalized details i mean i'll say too there's a lot that goes into actually like releasing the music once it's done there's like a four week waiting period of you have to like submit everything and there's a lot of paperwork and there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes but we are hoping to have a finalized date for the album to be available uh like 420 is when we're hoping to have something out on social media saying this is the date you can download and i'm sure we'll have like a pre-save option available at that time too we're working really hard to get it done but we are we love it a lot, and so with all that passion goes a lot of uh, being particular. Blood, so. sweat, and tears, yep. Uh, yes. So, guys, in about a month's time, look on social media for, like, an album release date. Uh, it's Feel Good on all social media platforms. Yes. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok now. TikTok, uh, as I'm well. working so hard. She's working I'm trying. very hard, so make sure <laughs> to go <laughs> drop a follow on, on all of those so you can stay in the loop when this album drops and then be be part of the of the fan club for for Feel Good. Luther says, we love you, Weezer. I love you too, Luther. <laughs> I'm so glad that some of our Texas guys joined in yeah for they have been it's awesome. really nice That's to hear from steady them. viewers yeah. and speaking of you guys as viewers we again we say this every week we beat this dead horse with a big stick every week but we do appreciate all of you guys all the um you know support and love that you give us um doing this thing uh every week and if you guys take that same energy that you give us here and go bring that same energy to feel good i am more than positive they will appreciate the fuck out of it and they won't let also, you down. I do want to say too. I don't want to pull an Ellen, but uh, just try and spread some some nice, happy, positive vibes around the universe. I think everyone could use it right now. I think it would be really cool if, on behalf of Feel Good, I don't care if you like our music or not, but just be kind to those that you meet. I think that would be like if I really had to give a, a sign off. It would be. Just uh, give some grace, you know? All right. Perfect. And with that, I'm going to leave that as our sign-off for the night. And we'll leave you guys with uh, this track is called Easiest Part. And uh, we'll leave you guys with that. Uh, We'll see you all next week. I love this song. We'll see you all next week. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, what Mary said. Be nice to each other. This
Sometimes I just see myself